Hi, and welcome to the Essential Tennis Podcast, your place for free, expert tennis instruction that can truly help you improve your game. Welcome to episode number 348 of the Essential Tennis Podcast. Today, we'll be talking about the secret to tennis success. And no, it's not some kind of clickbait or a hypey title. We're literally going to be talking about the secret to being successful on a tennis court. It's probably not what you think. And before we get to that, really quickly, I'd like to thank XmasBaby777 and also, also MamboC. Both of you, thank you so much for leaving a review of the podcast on the iTunes Music Store. I appreciate that very much. So let's talk about success on the tennis court. Really quickly, I, I've talked about the Tim Ferriss podcast before. It's one of my personal favorite podcasts when I'm commuting. I, I'm either listening to music from my phone or I'm listening to audio podcasts. It's really how Essential Tennis got started in the first place in 2005, 6, 7. I was listening to podcasts while I was commuting. And one of my favorites the last couple of years is Tim Ferriss. That's F-E-R-R-I-S-S. He interviews extremely high performers and successful people, world-class talents, and all kinds of different disciplines and walks of life from investors to actors to musicians to athletes, just all a huge range of different types of talented people. And his goal is to kind of deconstruct what has made them successful, why they're at the top of whatever they do. And one question that he asks just about every guest is, what does the word successful mean to you? And he also likes to ask, who's the first person that comes to mind when you hear the word success or successful? It's really fascinating because there's all kinds of different answers, and yet there's a common sentiment. And I'm going to share that, that with you in just a minute. But first, what could success be on a tennis court? Let's think about that really quickly. Let's let's define what is success. Just like Tim likes to ask his guests, what does success mean to you? Pause for just five seconds and just maybe just answer that question right now. I'm just going to pause for like five seconds. So depending on your personality and how you're fulfilled on a tennis court, you could have answered any number of different ways. And I have a couple of examples right here. Maybe success for you would be winning more matches than you lose or some other qualified way of, of looking at your win-loss record. Maybe you, want to, maybe you want to win twice as many matches as you lose, uh, whatever that is. But it's all about win-loss record for you. Maybe success for you would be hitting your serve harder than you did a year ago. You really want to pursue improving that specific technique or maybe some other technique. Maybe success for you would be defeating a longtime nemesis, a certain opponent that has just always given you trouble and you've never been able to figure out how to come out on top. Maybe it would be being less angry and feeling more happy and more satisfied after a loss instead of walking off the court just incredibly upset and dejected and berating yourself. Maybe success for you would be playing a three-step match without getting tired. Or maybe success for you would be taking 10,000 steps while you're on the court during a drill group and burning 500 calories or whatever whatever the math would be on that. I have, I have no idea. Or maybe it would be being, after, being on the court 
after having a lung removed. That's a real story, by the way. One of our clinic attendees a couple years ago had uh, lung cancer, and she struggled to just survive during the treatment, had a lung removed, and her goal was just to be on a court again. And she shared that experience with, with us coming back out onto a tennis court. That was, for her, that was a huge success. So that common sentiment, and maybe you're kind of a step ahead of me here, that common sentiment that guests of the Tim Ferriss podcast really share as they talk about their personal definition of success is that it depends on what goal each individual has set out to achieve. In other words, you can only really decide if somebody is successful or not successful if you know what their objective was in the first place. You know, somebody who makes $50,000 a year might view somebody who makes $200,000 a year as being really successful. But what if that person making $200,000 a year set out to make a million dollars a year in whatever their field is, or maybe they started a, a business because they, they wanted to achieve that level of, of income? You know, it's, it's all relative to your perspective and what you set out to achieve in the first place. To that $50,000 a year person, $200,000 a year is a huge success, but to that $200,000 a year person, they might feel like a complete loser. And I, I know that's maybe hard to uh, understand or hard to empathize with as somebody who doesn't make nearly that much money themselves, potentially, depending on you know who's listening to this episode. But hopefully you see where I'm going with that illustration. It's just a matter of perspective and where you're coming from and what you set your sights on in the first place. But one thing is for sure, you need to set a goal and it needs to be personal to you and it needs to be your unique reason for being there. What do you want to get out of the game? And so the secret to tennis success is, number one, defining what it is that you want to shoot for. I heard a, a quote recently that was, if you aim for nothing, you'll hit it every time. In other words, from a tennis perspective, if you're just going out there on the court and just hitting balls and no real rhyme or reason, and sure, yeah, you have a good time, and you know, there's general benefits, obviously, to being out there on the court, some health benefits and general like well-being, and, and that's great. But if you don't really give any thought to it, and you just randomly are, are hitting balls or randomly uh, playing social matches or maybe even randomly playing league matches with no real thought about why you're there or why it's fulfilling to you or it, even if it's fulfilling to you or if some other uh, facet of the game might bring you more fulfillment, then you're wasting what could be a, a really meaningful experience on the court each and every time you walk out onto the court. And if you're not sure what it is, you know, think back over the last couple of years playing the game. What experiences really stand out to you? What are you really, really grateful that you were a part of on a tennis court over the last couple of years? It might seem like an obvious question to ask, but oftentimes we aren't very in tune with what fulfills us, what makes us happy. And if we're honest with ourselves and we take a step back and we're truly objective and, and really think clearly and spend some time meditating over, you know, what is it that I, what is it? Why, why am I playing this game? What is it that I'm hoping to get out of it? If we don't spend some time and, and really achieve some clarity with that, then we can spend years and hundreds of hours and thousands of dollars pursuing something 
that may or may not leave us feeling any more happy than than when we started. And so for me, just as a, a personal story related to that question, it used to be all about winning for me. My goal, you know, if I was honest with myself years ago as a high school player or a college player was perfection and perfection for me. You know, I, I knew I didn't have any delusions of being some kind of world-class player, but I wanted to play the best tennis I possibly could every day I went onto the court and every day that I didn't play my best tennis, then I was unsatisfied and I was unhappy. And so I I didn't view myself as a success very frequently because as you probably know, if you've been around a tennis court for any length of time, it's not very often that everything unfolds the way exactly you way the way that you wanted to or the way that you envisioned it on any given day of training or practice or or match play. And so when perfection was my objective, I slowly become less, I slowly became less and less and less happy and it led to me being completely miserable. And these days when I go out onto the court to hit balls, it's it's completely different because my my whole focus and purpose for being there is just this experience itself, just literally just being there. And by the way, I'm not saying this has to be your answer. I'm, I'm just totally telling you my perspective and, and kind of how things have shifted for me over the years. But for me, the blessing of testing myself, pushing myself, challenging myself, learning and growing and finding out what my limits are and how I can become just a little bit better with something each time I go out onto the court, even though I really don't train as a tennis player. But every once in a while, Kevin, Megan, myself will hit, we'll do some drills, we'll demonstrate some stuff. And just the act of being on the court in and of itself is is incredibly fulfilling for me now. Now, granted, I'm not a competitive tennis player anymore. So it's in a way, it's kind of nice for me to not have to worry about that side of it. And so if you're in a league or you're playing tournaments or you, you have a goal of like winning a gold ball, winning a national title, then it's very, very possible you might be saying to yourself, well, that's great, Ian, but I have competitive goals. And so I, I don't have the luxury of being out there just to be happy and, and just like hit the ball and just smile just because I'm hitting the ball. It's not that simple for me. And that's totally fine. The important thing is that you take a step back and mindfully consider why that it is that you desire to be on a court and really honestly reflect on what it is that's brought you the most happiness and fulfillment over the last couple of years. And then purposefully choose what your goals and objectives are over the next several months or the next several years. With that goal in place, every single time you step out onto the court, you can be successful. And that's the case for me. With my goal being just uh, being grateful for the moment and just be grateful, being grateful, just being on the court, every time I walk out onto the court and then I walk off the court after hitting balls, I feel like even if I didn't hit the ball the way that I hoped I would or the way that I wanted to, and even if I don't play as well as what I would like, I can still feel successful every single time I step out onto the court. And so it's a very positive reinforce, very positively reinforcing experience every time I go out there. And it used to be 
huge highs and huge lows depending on what happened. And the lows were overpowering the highs for me because the thing I set my sights on as my goal was was not a healthy thing, not a realistic thing. I understand that now with the perspective that, that I have. And so that's why it's so important to set your goals, set your objectives, and decide what is it really that's driving this passion of mine? What is it really that creates the fuel to drive the engine of all my, my motivation and my effort forward when, I, when I'm on the courts? Give that some thought. And I believe that really is the secret to tennis success. It's all about defining it for yourself. Just like the, the guests on the Tim Ferriss show, they all have very different paths in life. And therefore, they all have very different definitions of what successful is uh, for them. But one thing is for sure, if you can set your goals and set your sights on what it is you'd like to achieve, and every time you walk out into the court, you can take a little step in that direction, you can be successful again and again and again on the courts. That just makes it that much more satisfying and gratifying to pursue the game day after day. Thank you for listening today. I really appreciate it. If you'd like to spend the the if you'd like to spend time on the court with me and with the other coaches here at Essential Tennis, Kevin and Megan, then please head over to essentialtennis.com, click on the tab that says coaching, see what we have available. We were actually really booked through the first half of 2020 already, but we have uh, some dates in the summer for strategy and for technique coaching. Uh, private and group coaching. And so go check that out. I'd love to meet you. I'd love to work with you in person. If you enjoy this podcast, I promise you, you'll love spending time with us in person on the courts. With that said, thanks for listening. I'll catch you next time. For more free game improving instruction, be sure to check out EssentialTennis.com, where you'll find hundreds of video, audio, and written lessons. Also, be sure to subscribe to Essential Tennis on iTunes and YouTube, where we are the number one resource in the world, providing passionate instruction for passionate tennis players. Thank you so much for listening today. Take care, and good luck with your tennis.